and the, the armrest of the wheelchair, her hand, the, the accident was so severe. And I think this accident, she's now getting to 70, and uh, it happened at the age of 17 when she was diving and um, hit, and it affected her spinal cord and everything. You know, they had to tie her hand against the wheelchair and in talking, shaking, and she's full of Jesus. I was so challenged by my own Christian life, and I said, listen, I mean, by the grace of God, I have two hands, two legs, I can breathe and everything, and I must do better for Jesus. I, 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 I think... We have to be very serious. Don't you think so? Because if you see people who, in your opinion, they are not able. And how she came to draw and wrote with, her, with a pencil in her mouth, it's something else. Because um, the, the one who was after the accident in the hospital and all of that, and the therapist who went to help her, simply asked the question, what could you do in the time that you were okay? And she simply said, I, I used to draw. And I saw her first painting that she did with her hand. Excellent. And then I saw the ones that she did with a pencil in her mouth. And those ones were better than the first one. And I said, what kind of Jesus is this? I was so moved. So the person said, um, so what could you do before you had the accident? said, could draw. The person, I'm sure, was led by the Spirit of the Lord. So she said, the person said, um, you can still draw. He said, my hands are gone. He said, maybe. And, she, and you know, she showed me the pencil that was given to her the first time that she put into her mouth and started drawing. It is hanged on the wall. And not imagine, honestly, you will not believe it until you see. Hallelujah. And so I want to plead that. Let's be very serious. I saw many, many things that really affected me and made me sometimes ask myself, are we really worshipping Jesus and are we getting along? Because I, I felt that there are very serious people in this life. And I pray tonight that you and I will be serious. Amen. <laughs> We're going to be talking about something which is very important. Um, it cannot be neglected because uh, absent from that, you'll be finished. And it, has, it is not more than Keeping a transparent heart. Praise the Lord. And so we want to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your keeping power over your flock. And thank you for your mercy to me in this trouble and bringing me back safely. We are grateful to you, Lord. We are preparing ourselves to meet with you on Sunday morning when you will be present and we do not want to take anything for granted and so we are asking that you will cleanse us by our meeting, giving us an understanding to your word and showing us mercy. 
And I pray that, O oh God, every sentence and every utterance will be by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus, that yourself will be known. I thank you and bless you for hearing us because you graciously has given us utterance by the Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed and everyone said, Amen. Keeping a transparent heart will actually determine how far an individual will go with the Lord. Amen. And I must be very honest with you. The only place in this life that God pays attention to, to every believer, is the heart. He doesn't care about how much you have done in terms of what you have achieved. And you know, as human beings, most of the time we relate and judge by what we see, true or false. If somebody has built churches and mansions and, 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 and out there, his name is there, most of the time that, God, that person or that individual is so revered, and I think that to a certain extent, even more than Jesus himself. But I want us to take note seriously and to, and to pay attention to the hidden man of the heart. That's what goes on. The imaginations where God pays attention to. And this subject of keeping a transparent heart, I want to plead with you. And it will also be good for you that within these two days, we will all be determined to assemble here in His presence. And to take this matter seriously. I was quite surprised to see from Second Chronicles chapter 25 verse 1 and 2. Something is written in the word of God for us. Which I think is so. Second Chronicles is it's so important for you to see. Look at that. The Bible says. That's all the works of Second Chronicles 25. Please. Verse 1 and 2. 25 not 5. Thank you very much. The Bible says that Amaziah was 25 years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jehuadan of Jerusalem. And he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, but, what, but not with a loyal heart. Praise the Lord. This is a matter we must consider tonight. When I read such things in the Bible, it brings serious attention to my life. If the Bible has recorded that somebody did something right before the Lord, but with not with a loyal heart, what does that mean? It moves away from anything that you can show to man that you are a good Christian. It moves away the intent. You know, do you know that sometimes you can do something wonderful and everybody else will praise you, but nobody else knows the heart behind it? So keeping a transparent heart is so important. You know, this skin was so disqualified that it disturbed me. 
How can the word of God? You see, let me tell you, if you don't love the word of God, you better love it. Because if you, if you, if you treat the word of God anyhow, in my being away for that short time and interacting with the Lord and few other things that dropped into my heart, it made me know that if you are not paying attention to the word of God, start paying attention to it. Amen. For everything that is stated in the word of God on that day will stand against you. How can a person be told that what he has done was right, but not with a transparent heart or with, not with a loyal heart? It's a border. It's a big thing that we have to fig- figure it out. How can I be told that, yes, yes, you know, this is why Jesus in his days, he said, and many will say, I did this. And I did that. And I would tell them, I never knew you. So I was reflecting. I said to myself, how can a man be told that what you have done is right? But not with a perfect heart. Not with a loyal heart. Not with a transparent heart. Why? So you see, in, 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 in judging, as a pastor, one of the things I've come to see, I thank God for those things that we can see evidently by many people. Build churches and provided many things. I have come to see that I thank God for them, but I'm never moved by them. How does God assess my heart. And do you know that in this life it is very easy to do something for you to be appraised by man and totally be very far from the Lord. That's the reason for which concentration on transparent heart is so important. You know I can easily respect and honor a man or woman in this church that is so good and generous, I can do that. And I will. But how does God look at matters? So before we come to God on Sunday morning, I would like for us to be very serious. Brother, don't you think so? The measurements of God are quite different. And I know that until we take God so serious to such an extent that whatever He has said, we look at it over and over again until what He has said has had so much impact on us, we can make mistakes. Because if, if the Bible has stopped there, verse 2, we are staying there for a bit of time. If the Bible has said, and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, full stop, that would have been okay. You know something, God was generous by pointing it out that he did it, but not with a transparent heart. Some people's sins are evident. Isn't it true? When somebody fornicates and the woman doesn't get pregnant, he has not sinned in the church. That's the generation in which we live. 
But if somebody sinned by fornicating and the woman took a seed, that woman must be stoned. But the one that is in the church that her matter had not been seen because her stomach is not big. Everybody else says that he's a good person. May the Lord deliver us. Keeping a transparent heart is what will let you refrain from what is in the hiding or what is in the hideout. Hallelujah. Excuse me, because I'm still dealing with this friend with Flynn. (coughs) Thank you, Lord. My lady, can you bring my water, please? Praise the Lord. I wish we could just be very quiet and listen to the Spirit of the Lord. He brings the Word of God tonight so that uh, we would decide to be very serious with the Lord. Amen. I can only beg every one of us that be very serious with God. Be very serious, not an outward serious, but inside serious that will manifest that indeed God is with you. How can a man do right? In fact, in this case, you would even observe that it was not said he did right before men. So that we would have attributed the matter to the seeing by men. In this case, he did right before God. But the Bible said, still not acceptable. Kah! Let's try and investigate what could be the cause for him to have, have had this disqualification. And a little study that I made on this skein, I want you to know something. You see, when you come out from something, are you listening to me tonight? A child of God, when you come out from something, and let me just be practical so you can see. You see, we are all coming from somewhere. Before we got saved, everybody is a sinner. Last, yesterday I got, I got a call and somebody was, no, this morning somebody was asking me, Pastor, I, I could see that probably some people were arguing behind. Pastor, I mean, what is the love of God? Can the love of God be extended to the fetish? I don't know what they were talking about for him to be asking me such a question. But I simply said to him, the love of God is Jesus Christ. And it is Jesus Christ. The reason is because, see sometimes when people are from the fetish priest, or born into the lineage of fetishship, We tend to think that they are the bad people. Everybody is a sinner. And everybody without the love of God, which is Jesus Christ, is on his way to hell. Thank God for Jesus. He is the way and the truth and the life. Focus on him and love him. It's a good time to say amen. 
I gave the answer to the young man. He did what was right in the sight of the Lord. And anytime you read a scripture and then you come to a point when he says, Therefore or but, concentrate on what you follow after. So when the Bible says, but not with a loyal heart, not with a transparent heart, it can also be interpreted as not with a transparent heart. It means that everything must be total. Hallelujah. Now I was saying that when you come from a certain background and you come to Christ, I want you to know that that background would always fight you. It will fight to try to have a place in your heart. And so when you are dealing with the matter from the background, deal with it totally and let your heart be surrendered to Jesus totally. Amen. In the verse 14 of this chapter, it was quite interesting to know something. The Bible says, Now it was so after Isaiah came to the slaughter of the Edomites, that he brought the gods of the people of Seir, set them up to be with his, set them up to be his God. Meanwhile, God has helped him very much, and it was evident right from the beginning of his reign. And I was asking myself, how could this man defeat by the power of God his enemies, and then in no time? He tells God that you are not my God anymore. And I know that when I'm preaching like this, you can only be looking at a, a Messiah. But I can only pray that you have a loyal heart. Do you know that so many of us may be sitting here tonight, we can claim to be children of God, all right, and can be very confident in the fact that we are going, but we have a divided heart. I beg you. Open up and let God minister to us. Amen. For the guy had now set up gods. I preached some, just somewhere last year. The Lord gave me a word. And I said that, I think it wasn't this way. And I said that, see, it's so very easy. Sometimes when we go for the crusades and we are giving the testimony of the move of God and the fact that people came and surrendered their gods to be burnt, I mean, to be honest with you, if you are sitting here, you tend to think that you are the righteousness of everybody. You are better than all of them. Isn't it true? Because you don't have a God that you worship. And it can make you feel so great, feel so great, until one day I was reading at the scripture in Zechariah and the Lord said that there are some people who ask for them, their God is not seen. Their God had been mounted up in their heart. And then I discovered that. Do you know that when your work possess you in a level that you cannot serve God, it's a different matter. Your girlfriend manipulates you in such a way that without him, without her, you cannot even function properly. You have a problem. Your money holds your head and directs you, your properties, to such an extent that 
we must slow down towards God. It's a big case. I pray tonight that nothing will be a God to you in Jesus' name. In charismatics movement of late, there are certain things we don't say. Because we like to magnify things that we see with our eyes at the detriment of our faith towards God. As long as we can keep the money coming in, everybody is a pure, righteous child of God. May nothing holds you back. Do you notice that education has gotten to the point that people are going on until they are on retirement? May you settle down with God. I'm not claiming education is bad. But let Jesus be first. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Keep a transparent heart towards God. For this man made a shipwreck of his faith. It's a very interesting thing. His son also came. He did well and something, something. He too, fiasco. And his grandson came. He was the only one who maintained until he died. I pray that we will maintain until we die. Honestly, I don't know what else is important in life. Jesus is the focus. Love him. Hear him. Serve him. Talk with him. Let him talk to you back. Christianity has become like religion. Practicing something. Ah, may that that never happen to us. Looking unto Jesus. He's our message. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Him, day, night, evening, morning. If we can preach Him alone to you every day, we are okay. Praise the Lord. For the whole Bible was written because of Him. He is the center of our message. Hallelujah. And so this man had now mounted So when the Bible summed his life up in the verse 2, by verse 14, it was so clear that his heart was divided. And so he started demonstrating exactly where that half belonged to. May we never give place to the devil. Praise the Lord. Sometimes I ask myself, am I going to continue in the fire as I began? I'm not asking those questions because I'm ready to retreat or retire. May you never also. You know, sometimes in this race, people go and they slow down. May you never slow down. Let God consume you in such a way that as far as you are concerned, God is first. For love the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might. Praise the Lord. Keeping a transparent heart is so important because, you know, (coughs) excuse me.
am. Don't be fear for me. Don't worry for me at all. This is nothing. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Keeping a transparent heart, I have discovered that not, you see, we, we, we get very excited when we hear things like, I believe. Hello? But I discovered that keeping a transparent heart is the only way by which a man can go very far with God. When I say keeping a transparent heart, what do I mean by it? Unfortunately, no man can assess the heart of a man except God. So, what we are talking about has not been left for Pastor Dennis, Reverend Sir, Pastor Bimpo. No! Or for that matter, any of our pastors or any of the elders, if I ever said to you, you are doing well, praise God for that statement. It sounds like an encouragement, but the issue is that, how does God see me? Or you? This is the reason why we need to be very, you know, I don't want you to take this very lightly at all. For these two days, let's go deep and cry to the Lord to help us to keep a single heart towards Him. Amen. In the book of Acts, I want to give you a simple, um, a simple support to what I'm saying. In the book of Acts chapter 8, and uh, let's take it, it's, it's a long reading, but I want to take it from verse 4, so that at least those who are not very familiar with this chapter will begin to see the importance of this matter we are talking about. Now, the apostles, or well, the, the, the leaders in Jerusalem who were so comfortable, and God had to find a way to scatter them to go, into all the world and to preach the gospel. God found a way because uh, persecution started coming their way and so our dear brother Philip had to leave uh, and, and run away for his life so he ended up in Samaria. Now when he went to Samaria, this is what happened. Therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word of God. Ah, I pray that wherever we go we preach the word of God. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. Let me tell you something. When you come across some statements, take note. You see, that I, I, we don't have anything else to preach than to preach Jesus. I mean, people may say that you have to... Listen, courtesies can be taught in the homes and all of this, but Jesus is the focus. Every Christian man and every Christian woman should know how to raise children. Hallelujah. That should not be brought to church. That's why we need to be very deep. So that there will be a fulfillment of the word of God that Abraham, as for Abraham, I know him. I know that he will teach his household. The judgments of God, the justices of God and everything. 
Every man here must be responsible. You should be a mirror in your house. Praise the Lord. You know, because now we have to teach all of this in the house of the Lord, we don't have time to single and focus on knowing Jesus. And it is not that easy to know Him. You need a deep concentration to be able to understand who Jesus is. But we have to add all of this in the church. Because if we don't do that, the children are deprived. But if we did our work well in the house, there are, I call them courtesies. They'll be taught at home. And then we will narrow down on Jesus. Is it hard to say amen? Amen. All right. So Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ. When the Bible says preach Christ, I sit down and I say preach Christ. You would think that it is so simple when he says that preach Christ. It is deeper than you have taught. We can stand on this matter, Jesus, Jesus alone, for two hours. And we haven't done anything. He is the focus. He is the life. He is the truth. He is the way. So when you are coming to church, don't let your Christianity or your be based on I go to church. Let it be based on I know Him. Praise the Lord. Preach Christ to them. And the multitude with one accord heeded to the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. See, he focused on Jesus and other benefits came in. So when you focus on Jesus, other benefits will come. Hallelujah. For unclean spirits and cry, unclean spirits crying aloud, crying aloud voices came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was a great joy in that city. Verse 9. And there was a certain man called Simon, who previously practiced sorcery in the city and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great, to whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. An attribution. They attributed him as a great power of God, as because of the miracles that he was performing. Now let me tell you something. That's what people are doing. People are attributing the great power of God to many prophets in Ghana and in the whole world. It's the same thing. Just because he was using a different spirit to perform, as long as man sees miracles, they don't care for anything. May your eyes open that you may know the true ones. Somebody said, after all, we go for church. What we, why do we go to church? That we may receive. May it not be like it. For you, not that you may receive. Of course, God can work it. That one, no, I have no doubt. But you are coming because you love Jesus and you want to know him more and more. That's why Paul prayed and that I may know him. May we know him. This great power of God, yes. And they heeded to him because he has astonished them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believe, now listen to this, it's very important. And when they believed, sorry, but when they believed Philip 
as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. Both men and women were baptized. Read this portion for me quickly, please. One, two. One more time. It's okay. What did Simon do? Are you sure? It's in the Bible. He believed. So anytime we pride ourselves by saying, nobody can come and tell me what to do. I've been born again for a long time. That's not the matter. Your heart is holy to the Lord. So this guy believed. And when he was baptized, continued with Philip. Philip went everywhere. And this guy was following Philip. I can imagine, oh God. The talk of town. Hey, do you know that this man too has become part of us? Do you know that this man also believes, and I can imagine that any time they had church service, this guy was still in his elements. That's why I told you that when you are coming from a certain background, be careful. Because your heart can be divided. You give God a half, and you give that thing a half. May it never happen in Jesus' name. But he believed, but when he, when he was baptized, he continued with Philip. And was amazing the miracles and the signs which it, now I it became very clear to me that he believed but he believed on something he believed he believed because you see he had already been performing those miracles but it not it wasn't to that magnitude of Philip's own and 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 for him he had to either slaughter something or in the night doesn't sleep or bow to something else but he can. Plainly, that this is a man of God who spoke and things happened clearly. And so that was what he wanted. So as much as I believe, I still want the miracle. That is what the church of Jesus had come to. I believe, but there is the main reason why I believe. I believe not because I believe Jesus and I want to know him. I believe because I want something to add up to something. And to go and do something. That's why I believe. So the Bible said. In the next verse. Now when the apostles. Who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria has received the word of the Lord. The, the word of God. They sent Peter and John to them. Who when they had come down. Prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had not fallen on none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that, or Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hand, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money. Is somebody here tonight? Let's watch this carefully. 
He offered them money. What does that mean? He was not ready for the teaching. He was not ready for righteousness. He was not ready to know Jesus. He has believed because he wanted something. Why are you here? You have believed or you are fellowshipping because you want something. You know, it is so very easy for any young man who wants a responsible wife to join church to find a nice wife. Because the Christian sisters are nice. Well, that is what he is saying. But that, whether they are nice or not, that one is with God. Hallelujah. But it is very easy. I mean, everybody thinks that, listen, I want some form of security, but I think when I go here, I will get it small. So they can easily come. Praise the Lord. Oh, you are not saying amen. All right. And when Simon saw that through the laying of hands, the, apostles, the laying of hands of the apostles, that the Holy Spirit was given, he offered money. As at that time, we did not know what was going on. And so listen to this. We are reading all the way to 23. Saying, give me this power also that anyone whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, your money perish with you. Because you have taught that. The gift of God could be purchased with money. Verse 21. 1-2. Praise the Lord. This is where the matter is. You have neither. You have neither part of our. Uh, neither part nor portion in this matter. For your heart is not right in the sight of God. Huh. But I thought the man believed. So what is it? This should let you fear church. Praise the Lord. This should let you fear the people in the church. I'm not saying that fear them so you can judge them and start fighting them. No, but I pray that our whole heart will be given to God. How can a man believe, written by the word of God, and also be told that you are not part of those who are going? How can that be possible? For your heart is not right. I it, it took me some time. Your heart is not transparent. Your heart is not genuine. May that bother us. He has been qualified that he believed. For with the heart, man does what? Believes. True or false? With the heart, man believes. And so he believed. But I see he did not have a transparent heart. And I'm begging God for my life. 
And I want to have one and one talk with Jesus and say, I need a total heart towards you. Praise the Lord. For the Bible says, I'm not, I'm not the one. You are not part of this matter. Don't you think it's so serious? Thank God he acknowledged that it was so serious a statement. You have neither part nor a portion in this matter. In the kingdom matter, you are not part. No, you can't have it. And the reason is because your heart is not transparent towards God. May we maintain a heart that is so transparent towards the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 22 says, Repent therefore. Thank God for the solution. Hallelujah. Clap your hands. Oh, God is good. You see, in every situation, there is a way out. With all what was pronounced on this man, God still never left him. The love of God was still abundant. He himself needed to take up something. So the Bible says, Repent therefore of this your wickedness and pray, God, if perhaps the thoughts of your heart once again may be forgiven you. When the solution was given to him, see what he said. The next verse, read it for me. One, two. Okay, before I even proceed, when a child of God is in the house of God, he is, he is, he is poisoned and he is poisoned by bitterness. Listen, everybody in this place, like, bitterness when it comes upon the heart of a person is not written on his forehead. Are you listening to me? Are you really listening to me? When a person is bitter, it is not written on his forehead. When a person is bitter and poisoned by wickedness and living in sin, do you know that you can live in sin and still smiling and say peace and many blessings? As we come to the table of the Lord, may we be sanctified. May God have extraordinary mercy on our lives and permit us in the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. See the pronouncements coming. I see. You know when he said, I see, he perceived. He took it by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost showed him, I perceived that this guy. Now, in my simple mind, it could be bigger than that. He was jealous about what God was doing with Philip. He thought he should have been the one, for he has sat on them for many years. And he wishes that at this particular time, the city that has been turned upside down, had been turned upside down under his control. Let me tell you something. Never, never, never be jealous. Never, never be disturbed. Never, never be worried about anybody's matter. Concentrate on knowing Jesus. That's what you need. Praise the Lord. 
As I'm speaking, I pray that the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal some things to you so that we can apply, repent. Thank God the scripture said, repent. There's a way out. If you are here tonight and you know that your heart is not fully given to the Lord, you are so divided by many things, it will be a good opportunity to pray to the Lord by asking Him to forgive you. Sometimes we can be worried even by the fact that this person has and I don't have. Lord, you are not being kind to me. All those things, they divide your heart. They don't help your heart. Listen, rejoice and be happy for the way God has made you and keep believing Jesus and keep thanking Him. Amen. Amen. You know, all of us here tonight, there is none of us who... There's none of us, excuse me, please bear with me. You know, I had this trouble and <coughs> I went to America and the change of the seasons, it was getting hot over there in America. If it was cold, it would have been fine. But it was switching from cold to hot and I sneezed. Because I don't like that thing. I sneezed for two weeks. And it really, so that's, but thank God that I have a beautiful weather in Ghana. So we are present on one of these days. That will be all. It will not have no effect. Amen and amen. I see that you are, no, I was talking about, you know, I want to beg you to be very careful. If Peter had not said so to Simon, do you know that Simon would never have known his position? And I must tell you that even when Simon, it was pointed out to him, he still could not see. I pray that as the Holy Ghost deals with us tonight, you will not look at nobody, but you will see yourself. Most times we come to church and when the word of God is being preached, we have somebody in mind and we think that whom the cap fits, let them wear it. Here, nobody owe yourself. Hallelujah. So, now, when this man has been told this in the next verse, we were ending it in Twitter, but I, 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 I am very interested in what his reactions and there are some of us that any time God gives the opportunity to point things out to you, we are very quick to also reply to God that, eh, May you never be like that. What did Simon say? Read. One, two. my worry. Let me quickly drop this here. Do you know that repentance cannot be done by somebody else for somebody? May the Lord help you. 
accept your response whenever you are wrong and the Holy Ghost is so gracious to you. Face the matter. This man has an opportunity, but the bitterness and the poisoning of his heart, the lack of transparency in his heart. Now I say lack of transparency because I saw God trying to throw light on his heart to show him that remove these things. And he said, no, I'm not interested. I pray God should help us. Sometimes the power of God comes our way to be able to help us. But we make excuses. Tonight I pray that you don't make no excuses. Don't let anybody... Listen, nobody matters for you at this particular time in the preparation to meet with the Lord. When the other day the Lord, we were serving the communion on Sunday and the Lord came around and was was given to some people and he was bypassing certain people. May he never pass you by. Hallelujah. It is because we have always looked at people. And do you know Ghanaians are very good at that? Ghanaians always see who is doing wrong. But they never see what they are doing wrong. That's why there's too much talk on the radio. When the officer was lynched, it is the only thing that everybody else was blaming. Somebody sent some funny WhatsApp to me. Met a young lady in the street and said he was interested in the street, trying to rob the lady. And the lady was trying to be difficult small. And then finally started yielding. And the young man said, By the way, where are you from? Said, Dunkwa, Dunkwa, why, why, why is it Dunkwa, what? Dunkwa, Ofe. Danger. See? Thank God I, I have only the Bible in my head. Danger. Don't He said, Where did you say you are from? Said Dentra. The guy said, started removing the sandals. I'm very, very sure that. No, I'm, I'm be honest with you. I'm very, very sure that whenever anybody fails to join Ghana Army and he writes his hometown, Dentra Obuasi, they will say anything. They will say, We disqualify. They, you, you will not receive any letter. But, you see, let me tell you. As much as we were all condemning, and that's when I saw that Guineans can only point fingers, but not themselves. For you, a child of God, may it not be so. I am not saying that what the brother, the, the danger of people have done is right. Absolutely wrong. But let me not pay my, my attention to danger. There may be believers there. Let me pay attention to Dennis. That my heart should not be divided. It should be transparent towards the Lord. Praise the Lord. So now Simon is being told what was wrong. And this man has become a believer. This man has become a child of God. This man was part of the prayer meetings and was part of all the teaching services. This man was ready for the Holy Ghost baptism. Of course, with the kind of heart he had, it was not possible for him to have the Holy Ghost baptism. 
And when it was being pointed out for him to come out to say, Yes, you are right. My father forgive me. So that instantly the Holy Ghost will come. No. No. He said, pray for me. But the man had earlier on announced that you pray. He could not even hear. He said, pray for me. Concentrate on your life. Hallelujah. Keeping a transparent heart is so important in our day. And let me tell you, tomorrow we will be advancing it a bit. You will be very shocked to know what God is busy about now. God is very, very, very busy not for people to be building skyscrapers, but He is looking for a heart that is so transparent that He will be able to work with it. And I pray that in this preparation, something will happen to us. We, we, you know, there are certain things that it is good to sit in church and to hear nice sermons and this and that. You know, it's, it's, we are not here for nice sermons. We are here for encounter with Jesus. We are here to, 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 to hear Him and to say, Lord, ah, this is what I hear you say. And Lord, to be frank with you, I can weigh myself and see that things are not the way it ought to be. Please help me out. And you know, let me conclude on tonight, which we don't have much time because there's much to be said. Let me conclude by just giving us only this scripture in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. Just, just to let us keep focus on Jesus. The heart can be very rich. It can be only rich when it is zeroed down on Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. The heart can be very good. I observe that you can struggle to have a good heart. But if you adopt this, you have no problem. The Bible says that this was a prayer of Paul. He said that he may grant to you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may do what? Oh, I want to hear you, my brethren. Christ may do what? Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love. What can keep or what can give you a transparent heart is when Christ is ruling over the heart. Praise the Lord. You can fight. You can, you can, you can do everything. But when you begin to pray. And say, Lord, fill my heart. Grant unto me, strengthen me with might in the inner man by your spirit that Christ may dwell in my heart. Now, when Christ has dwelled and has captured your heart and he's solidly residenting there, you can be sure of a transparent heart. Praise the Lord. 
So the solution is as simple as that. It's so simple. Let's keep a heart. That's why tomorrow we might dive into it a bit. How God is giving the responsibility to every man to protect his heart. You can only protect it by solidly asking, Lord, I want to know you. Fill my heart. It is not a prayer you pray it once. You pray it your lifetime. Amen. Christianity is not a religion. It's faith in the Son of God. Increasing in the knowledge of Jesus is Christianity. Hallelujah. All we are doing is that we may know Him. All we are doing is that He may be very solid. All we are doing is that, Lord, we just want to know You. We just want to know You. Dwell in our hearts. Dwell amongst, amongst us. That when I lift up my eyes, it's Jesus. When I close my eyes, it's Jesus. What will Jesus do? When he becomes very strong and solid in your heart, you begin to see a flow in your heart that in every situation, there's a communication by the Spirit of the Lord. What will Jesus do in this situation? And immediately, the supply will come and you will act like Jesus. May Jesus dwell in our hearts strongly. Amen. God bless you. Now let's, let's do something. Let's do something in the next few minutes. I, I want you to take it cool a bit. Simon was told that he was blocked with iniquity, with bitterness. He was poisoned. Honestly, I... I believe one thing, that sometimes the Spirit of the Lord will come. Yours may not be iniquity and poisoning or bitterness or jealousy or anything or lust. Yours may be something that the Holy Spirit may have said to you. But thank God for something that the Scripture said. Repent. Repentance is one of the greatest prayers I have come to acknowledge. As soon as a man repents... He gains admission with God. And when a man has a transparent heart, he will go very far with the Lord. You know, there's a struggle, but the struggle can be let loose. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Would you please open your heart to the Lord tonight? We all want to do that. You know, sometimes... Dennis can project to be something else to people. But let me tell you something. The man did right. Right from the beginning, the man did right. But the Bible says that. Nah, not with a loyal heart. Would you tonight just be a true child of God and say, Lord, after hearing your word, and whatever the Holy Spirit is saying to you, you can let it, you can let it just flow out of your heart. And just say, Lord, take this away from me. There is this struggle in my life. I can't forgive so easily. I can sometimes even say it with my mouth, but I don't mean it with my heart. I can, I can sometimes just act as if I had forgiven, but I have not. Yours can also be that you think that God has deprived you. Dear brother, it's not like that. He loves you. Would you be so transparent tonight? I want us to stand very well with the Lord.
It is very good. Let's just ask Him in this short moment of time. Blessed be your name. I really want you to commune, dear brethren, with the Lord. I sense deep in my heart that God wants to just set some of us free. And, and, and it's not because I'm coming to the hands of you or anything. It is coming because you heard the word of God. And you also heard the dictates of the Holy Spirit of your heart. And you decided to get along with the Holy Ghost. Oh, dear brother. You know, sometimes certain things are very difficult to mention to people. But let me tell you something. Nothing should be so difficult for you to mention to our God. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Commune with him a few more minutes. Tell him that he knows your heart. We didn't get into scriptures where he would tell us, but tomorrow we are going to go into some of those areas. Hallelujah. You know me, Lord. You know my brethren. You know everyone here tonight. Where should I hide from you? And who can hide from you, Lord? Your word is so transparent to us, Lord. Your word is so plain. We have found ourselves doing things that are right, but not with a transparent heart. So it disqualified. But tonight we are asking you in the name of Jesus that you will heal our hearts. We repent, Lord. Oh, Lord, you know every one of us, Lord. I come to you tonight. I come to you, Father. I come, I know that you can read every thought and every comma, Lord. Oh, would you work on my heart as I, if there is anything against me, would you please help me and help my brother? Jesus, I just want to know you. May you dwell in my heart by faith. May you occupy every place, Lord. Lord, if there is any place that has been taken over by something else and there's a struggle that we don't even see, may you reveal it to us that we'll have the chance to repent. We plead that none of us will be like Simon, who when you visited him, O oh God, he still could not see. Therefore we pray for the revelation of your truth in the name of Jesus. Lord, prepare our hearts for our meeting with you tonight and for tomorrow and for Sunday. Lord, Kalibalo, Gabala Gaden, Would you sanctify your church, please, Father? We pray for our local assembly. We pray for everyone, O oh God. Let the blood prevail and bring us to the full understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Take away religion, O oh God, that Jesus may dwell in our hearts by faith and we be rooted and be grounded in Him alone. Thank you that you love us. 
Madagasta Gabolo Shika Madagosayandaya. Yes, Lord, help us. We didn't come to pat our back. We came that you may talk with us, Lord. And you will bring us to the point, oh God, when we can freely run to you. Therefore, if there is any hindrance, oh God, let it be removed. Let a transparent heart be operated upon. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We worship you. Thank you so much that you are so good that you give us what we need to hear. May the word of the Lord never return to you, boy. Let it accomplish the reason to bring us into submission and unto love for you, Jesus, and for one another. I bless you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for hearing us. In Jesus' name. Amen.